warning, this episode comes with high levels of happiness, boasting, top of the league talk, and of course... Absolutely self-indulgent twaddle from the Leeds fans that I listen to. I took my lad to Leeds. over West Brom. None of them come around a lot and it's also payback from when they beat us 4-1 but what a game it was. They, they, they weren't looked like they were going to score West Brom. I feel we were solid at the back and solid up front as well and we just pressed them as soon as we lost the ball. There was some moments like the free kicks, you know, we're always a bit dodgy with our free, defending free kicks and they all usually go in but even then we did fantastic on and all around it was a solid game. I can't remember the last time we played that well. In this current Leeds team, in the last 15 years, say, I can't remember us playing as well as that. I mean, I know we had those games. That game against Stoke was fantastic. The game against Derby away and at home was fantastic performances. But that last night was just... The, how we closed them down consistently. You know, even when it was like the 89th minute or whatever... It was just torrential closing down, battling, the tackling, the, you know, when players are on the floor, they're still making the tackle to get the ball and then passing it out to a, a, a teammate. Then the euphoria at the end when you saw, like, players coming down from the stand to cuddle the teammates. It was from start to finish from a man, from the coach, it was absolutely one of the best performances I've seen. And put into the context of how rubbish we were against QPR, to go and do that, that's Bielsa. Bielsa, uh, that's a Bielsa effect. That's what he does. This is what he can do. We can play crap like all teams do at some point in the season. And we played rubbish against Bolton. Remember in the last podcast, I wasn't too happy because of the performance we put in against Bolton. It seemed to become in this routine thing of we'd have a good 30-minute spell where uh, we didn't score, but we'd play really well, but then we'd lose. Um, and, you know, I kind of felt the QPR result was coming. Um, but, you know, that didn't stop me when I'm sitting in a hotel room in Birmingham all by myself. I've been doing the early shift and I'm sitting there watching it on my phone absolutely shattered and we lose, we play like that and lose 1-0. I mean, I was furious. It was a good job you and me weren't together yeah. because we would have had to put the explicit uh, tick on our podcast otherwise because that, that QPR performance was shocking. But we came back and what a comeback. I mean, I don't that, the phrase, where do you begin, couldn't apply more to this podcast than than ever because where do you begin what you know it was just from start to finish a wonderful breathtaking performance from every single player so what we've done to help us just get through this lad will you introduce to our listeners mervyn (laughs) 
the, we have the bingo machine. That's Mervyn, Mervyn, like the lottery machine, so you get Merlin. We've got Mervyn, named after Mervyn Day, the Leeds goalkeeper that was in the sticks when we got promoted into the old First Division, now the Premier League. So he looks like, you know, a ball with little balls in him with numbers on, you know. <laughs> That's a bingo machine right but, there, folks. But me and Dad were, well, spending around 10 minutes picking out all 90 of the numbers of the Leeds team and it was a pain. Because <laughs> you can't open up the ball to get them out quickly so you have to do it one by one. And the idea is in all the balls in Mervyn are the shirt numbers of pl- the Leeds players who played last night. Um, therefore, it will help us decide where to start because Mervyn will choose our first player performance review Mervyn go what number is it number 22 Jack Harrison Jack Harrison now I think a lot of people today will be sitting there going do you know what I've given Jack Harrison a bit too much stick because I thought last night he's Closing down matched every other player on that pitch. And he is looking like in that left wing position with Alioski behind him. He he has been getting better. There's been some runs that he's been doing that have been a lot more effective in this second part of the season. That game yesterday was definitely one of his best games. Probably apart from that one at Millwall, that was quite good. When he yeah. scored. Yeah. When he scored, yeah. But he did have an amazing game. I think he got an assist, I think. I don't know, he might have not have. Which one, which goal was that? I think it was Hernandez's. Well, yeah, he would have. He came in, that ball came in from the left, didn't it, after we closed it down. It was Jack Harrison. He, he, he's one of those players, when we saw the videos and everything, and you saw David Villiers saying you know, what a player he was, we've kind of been rooting for him big time, but it did, it, it just seemed to not be going his way. Look, you never... Not the lad's effort, but things just weren't going... You know, maybe it was wrong decisions. You know, and, and, and again, certainly in that QPR game the other night, anyone who crossed into the final third just seemed to be inept. It was almost like the that final third, that like the goalkeeper at QPR had some kind of wizardry gypsy spell that he put on all Leeds players as they entered that box because they lost complete ability to do anything. But, I mean... He was absolutely on top form against some really good players, which is probably something we're going to bring up quite a lot here. I mean, all these guys got 10 out of 10 for me last night, all of them. But I think he would have shut a few doubters up last night, and I'm pleased for it. Who's next? Come on, Mervyn. What number are we on? 10. 10, 10. Alioski. In fact, you go first, Alioski. You you go well, first because we've t- he's one player that often gets talked about on all Leeds podcasts. All I can say, what a game he had today! I mean, not only getting the goal at the end, but his work rate. Like even Bielsa came out and said he still plays left wing, but I just want him to cover more ground. I think, like you said before, it's going to be really hard for Barry Douglas to get back into the team because of Alioski. But I think he he was perfect yesterday. The closing down. The passing, you know, the dribbles and the goal at the end, I think he played very well. Alioski, for me, was the, the um, uh, man of the match yesterday. I, I know Roberts got it 
uh, and you know it's very close thing but the tackling yesterday impressed me the most from Alioski I mean he was so strong at times you know it was just clever decision after clever decision I I've my thing with Alioski has always been he seems to make the wrong decisions when offensively moving he made every right decision it was only that header where I thought he got he was on the wrong side of the guy who missed and put it over uh, you know when our keeper came r- rushing out and the lad got the header um, that was probably the one and only moment and that is really nitpicking I, I think Alioski was absolutely brilliant that the, the fact we got a clean sheet had a lot to do with his performance and I don't care if his hair's silly he was absolutely brilliant. He can have his hair cut how he wants. And what's that celebration at the end? I don't know. Because the, the, wherever you, you got them all lined up, and he kind of he, he looked like he was orchestrating them, them or something. I wasn't it was sure. Like he was doing the Queen's wave. Yeah, was it? Was it like the Queen's um, wave? Was it? I, I, I can't wait to find out what that was about. If you know, give us drop us a message on Twitter or on Instagram. Comment in the Instagram post that led to Leeds or or Facebook. <laughs> Broke, nothing's coming out. Oh, there you go. Hey, and it's number 18. 18. Well, one of my favorite bits of the match last night, and I've seen a lot of people on Twitter pick it up as well, was Pontus shoulder barging Rodriguez and um, then going over to the ground and just giving it a come on, which I think again just summed up how awesome. The, the whole collective. It was like Pontus was like the um that mountain, the lighthouse that will never be moved by the waves last night. The the icon, it was almost like a transmitter of where the Leeds fans, the energy from them went into Pontus and out across like the lighthouse shines of a light across the whole stadium. That for me was Pontus last night. The unmovable lighthouse that lit up the stadium, powered by the energy of the Leeds fans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was the most inspirational thing I think I've ever said. It was like Unai Emery. A people yes. listening to this now will be crying after that speech. It was so emotional. Oh, 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 it's come out the back. Have we come out the back? What's the number? 33. 33. Well, for the first time, he impressed me. This was the first game where he really impressed me. He looked like um, he was never going to be beat. Uh, A man mountain last night. See, when he came out, he took out Click. And Click was (laughs) absolutely poleaxed. That guy was just... He's just... uh, a big, strong beast of a Spaniard. And there was also that bit where he uh, came out of his box and he just did some, like, diving header or something and went <laughs> yeah, for yeah. miles. I mean, he's, 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 when he was doing the keepy-uppies, did he get told off by the ref? I think so. The ref I mean, did say something He told just because he was doing keepy-uppies, but the guy's just got so much style. I mean, you know, if he's, if he's not married... He'll be bouncing around Leeds. He, he's going to get inside. He's a suave dude. He's going to get a lot of attention, <laughs> that guy. Um, and he showed that yesterday. He just he looked so slow. There was like a bit where there was a, a real difficult ball. I think it was more of a... I don't know if it was a shot. I think it was kind of like a cross. And it kind of... It was really awkward. And he was going back. But you could just see technically his body just... 
you know, went into shape and he somehow got his balance perfectly and just picked it out the air and stood and no one could, like, he had a force field around him where no West Brom player, not even Gale the cheat, would go anywhere near him. Uh, you know, that was a thing. Yeah. We never mentioned about Then there was also that uh, shot that Jay Rodriguez had, like, on, like, the half volley or something. Yeah. And he did some pull out, some amazing save there. Yeah, it wasn't That's so much, cool. was it, of a performance of... Um, it wasn't a performance of brilliant agility from him, but it did feel like he was just a, an immovable mountain. There was a presence. It was more his presence last night, I felt, um, was his performance. Inspirational. Yeah. But Cooper Cooper, and Pontus looked really comfortable with him, but they looked, they looked you know, comfortable that he was there last night. On to the next one. I, I, I want to pick out before you go to our other keeper, Peacock. Okay, so the lad's been dropped for this guy. Right? Did you see him on the bench when we scored? I think it was a fourth goal. There was a bit of footage, and it was it's part of the footage where Bielsa just gives it a few fist pumps and yeah. goes up to his assistant. If you look in the background, Peacock's there, and he was buzzing. His face exploded when it went in. It was absolutely... It's, it's like Shackleton. A lot of these kids... Have you ever seen anyone celebrate more than Shackleton? But we'll get onto his number. The passion you see in their faces last night was immense. Come on, Merv. Who are we going now, Merv? Come on, Merv. Come on, Merv. Give us a ball. Merv. Give us a ball, Merv. Oh, Merv. Okay, there's a bit of cheating now. Go on, lad. Just Yeah, you go, Merv. Merv's giving us one. Where, where's it gone? I mean, in all fairness, Merv is old. Yeah, quite old. Who we got? Number nine. Bamford. Um, Bamford is a player who always gets a shot on target. I think if we dug up some stats on Bamford this season, I think um, he would have very few shots that were off target. I think his on target uh, percentage will be extremely high. And that paid off last night. You know, just that second goal, for example, um, but you know he got it on target and it took a deflection because the guy knew he had to block it and then you know it, it was had so much power it went in but the first goal for me is just how cool was he man yeah you know that was that that is that is not just technically hard to do but the strength he had to have as he had like those big beasts and they're big players they've got at the back there at West Brom they just bounced off him he kept his cool and, you know, it's like when you hear him talk after the match, you're going, really, is, is that, this guy is just so posh and cool, it's unreal. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He's like Tory boy. <laughs> Someone did call him Tory boy. Did fact, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. it, you know what I mean? It's like, what, what do you think? You know, you like your strikers. You always, you've always traditionally got excited about lead strikers. What What do you think of Bamford? Well, just from that performance, he looked great. Getting two goals. In the first one, that was just amazing with the play right. Yeah. Right behind him, just what shoving him in that and great finish. Bottom corner. I was like shouting when that one went yeah. in as well. Then, uh, then his second goal. That that was a good one, just to get in that position anyway and get the shot away. Uh, it was very much the same, wasn't it? He, he had to stay cool, he had to stay strong, and he got a shot on target. And there you go. But I would have liked to have seen him get his hat trick though. <laughs> yeah. That would have I made mean, my day. Uh, but I think it's said on commentary. Um, so the way we absorbed last night's game was I was actually at a charity do uh, with uh, Lad's mum, and I, I I'm I'm 
I'm going to be honest. I, I sat and watched the Leeds game all the way through on my phone. But what I didn't get was a commentary, and we rewatched the game just before doing this podcast because we just wanted to get buzzed up again. And the commentator said, this time last year today, he was scoring a hat-trick against us for Middlesbrough. <laughs> and, you know, he, he's banging in too. It's weird how these things come out. But is it is his best game he ever played? I wouldn't say it is, but I couldn't tell you what was. Um, well, probably this season. This is him. You know, this is this is the product you get with Bamford. Is he good enough? Jury's out a little bit on him, but I mean, last night that clinicalness he's got paid off, and that I think that is what Bamford's about. You buy Bamford because you know he will get shots on target when given the chances, whether or not they go in or not. As we found against QPR, is another thing. Moving a spin. Number six. Six, captain. Just like pumped the champs and really just really solid at the back. Looked like no one was getting past him. Like the lucky headband he had on. Yeah. Is that what we're calling it? The lucky lucky headband. He's got to wear it. I mean, he looked mint with that uh, gash he got on his uh, head. Yeah. Um, was, like it game? was it the QPR game? Was it the QPR game? Was was it? I mean, it looked fantastic. I, I saw someone change their Twitter profile to that and called it Cooper's Gash, um, and it was it was a cracking picture. Um, but I mean, it, it it was him who did the header, wasn't it? In fact, should we have a look? Here we go. Here we go. Yeah, he just comes in straight away. They West Brom get the kick off, and I think I'm sure that's Coops. Who just comes straight in, heads it. Oh, I've just got to watch this again. Go on, Hernandez. Oh! Yes! Oh, that water buzz. Pablo Hernandez. We're moving on. I mean, we've moved away from... But, yeah, uh, from the very first minute, not only the, the, the class and guile and, and uh, you know, the skill of, of, of that technique to bang it in the top left corner from Hernandez. Oh, man, we're jumping ahead. Coops, bang, win, bang, win, bang, win. His distribution's still not good, but I'll tell you what, if he's winning the ball and guarding alongside Pontus like that, I mean, he is Captain Fantastic. You can see how much it means to him as well. That guy really does care. That was Coops at his best last night. Next one. Ball out, ball on the. There you go. Fifteen. That was Dallas. Dallas came on uh, against QPR. Didn't look like much. Came on uh, on the left hand side uh, for Harrison, and I thought he looked great. He looks hungry. He, d- he didn't play that much, but you could just see by like I even in the QPR game that was just great. That bit of play that they had, and then it could have at least. Got the goal to put it level, but you know, he did have a good game yesterday. You're talking about the QPR, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the QPR. What moment was that? I can't. There was that like a uh, passing movement um, in QPR. He did amazing, but the finish wasn't as good. I think it was him who took the shot. But this game, I don't. I didn't think we saw enough of him to actually judge him on something. He it came just... in on the right, didn't he, against yeah. QPR? And this was on the left, and he just looked. I thought he looked a bit more comfortable. He, he looked like a good swap. Often when Dallas comes on, I'm a bit like, oh, really, is, is he the solution right now? But certainly, I think you're right, against QPR, he did look like he made a little bit of a difference. And, and I thought he just looked like, a, because Harrison played so well, I just thought he looked like a good swap, exchange swap and, and played, you know, 
really, really well. And he came back to stop Rodriguez. Was it Rodriguez he stopped down there? No, I think it was another player. But he just really bossed their right winger. Who would it have been there, right there? Right winger. Robson Carney. I think it was, might have been then, Robson Carney. Then Robson Carney came off and then Jefferson Montero yeah, came I think, on. I think it was Jefferson Montero actually. He just like shouldered him out and looked really strong, you know, covering a bit for Alioski because he was he was way up front. Uh, he, he he looked great. He was a you know perfect player to come on. Again, another another for him, another ten out of ten. Another one came Mervyn out. spat this out. Last part. What number was it? Number two. Number two. Ailing. Mm, now, Ailing. Uh, yeah, coming for some pelters in recent time. And in all fairness, probably uh, probably deserved. He hasn't had. He's, he's gone through a, a bit of a bad spell. But again, Bielsa just puts so much trust in his players. He's really loyal, Bielsa, and I think that's you know one of the big differences of our season is how these players. You know, it's like click. He went through a, a a bad patch, and yeah, he hasn't um, scored much. He you know got those goals against Rotherham, but he's believed in them and kept them, and and that came out in Ailing. I think yesterday you've got to remember the opposition we were playing against. You know, it that's what made yesterday even more special. Clean sheet, four 0 and Ailing was very much a part of that for me. We we got the Ailing we know and love. He walked onto that pitch last night. You know, closing down tackle. There was that tackle that he did. I think it was when I it might have been Hernandez or Phillips. They like lost the ball, yeah. and then Aylan just came flying in with a slide yeah. tackle oh, and just fantastic. got the ball. I mean, but, he when he does that kind of thing, he's he's one of the best in the league. I think. Yeah. When he plays like that, there's not many better right backs than him. Now on to the next one. Come on, Merv. Oh, bit of gusto with Merv spitting out that ball. 23. 23. Calvin Phillips. Him at his best. The lad does nothing but impresses uh, all season long. Um, while we missed him after he got sent off against Nottingham Forest, I felt. And then, you know, coming back and playing centre-back. But that is his position. What Bielsa has created there is a player who, without doubt... And I, I had this bet with someone at work. Um, remember um, Tom, Tom Bial? Yeah. Bet with him that Calvin Phillips next year, next end of next season, will be playing for England in the Euros, guaranteed. And that's why. That performance he put there. That's a big ass. He will be playing for England in the Euros. If uh, Injury aside, he will be there. He will stop next year when we're in the Premiership. He will stop oh. those players... At Man City, he will. He will. Uh, Aguero won't get a touch of the ball. No. Um... Silver, Silver, Phillips would have him in his back pocket. If we were playing Man City yesterday, if we were playing Liverpool, Phillips would have had that that front three of Liverpool in his back pocket. He'd he'd have Jesus. He'd have um, but Bernardo Silver. He would have had them in his back pocket. No one was getting past. Calvin Phillips. There was a bit down in the bottom corner, wasn't there? And he did. He, I think he made some like silly decision and, and you know put a very dangerous ball into into play for West Brom. But he was not not resting until he got that back. What Bielsa has created there is a world class central midfielder. And on to the next one. Let's come out through the back. Come out through the back. And it. Number 11, 
Tyler Roberts. The man of the match. Man of the moment. Although he didn't get a goal, he was just fantastic, really. I mean, even when he came off as a sub at the end, I think the only reason why Bielsa did that in the last minutes... Well, maybe because he shattered, but I just think that he wanted like him to have like a... You know, just like an applause going yeah. off, all the attention yeah. like on pointed FIFA. onto him. Yeah, like on FIFA that's what when, they you, say. when you when it says on the thing. By the way, on, on FIFA, how much did have they nailed Bamford? Uh, it really stood out to me at the end where uh, Bamford was doing his his uh, interview, and I just thought, wow, that that looks like it does on FIFA, like with the eyes, the googly eyes. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It is, yeah. isn't it? It's a bit, it's a bit, you know, precious. But, uh, yeah, no, it's absolutely now Back to Tyler. Yeah, so I think he had an amazing game, you know, getting two assists, just a playmaker. In the, But in that role that he played in, I think he was fantastic. He was looking unstoppable, you know, getting back, winning the headers, you know, even that build-up to Bamford's goal mm-hmm. where he just did some step-overs, absolutely did yeah. a player and just threw-balled it to Bamford. I think it was great. It, 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 he grew into that game, didn't he? He just seemed to get stronger and stronger as the game went on. Uh, you know, to the point, like you say, when it was coming to those last goals in the second half, he was instrumental all the way through. You wonder how much it hurt what happened at QPR when they scored. I mean, it was completely his fault why that that move came to fruition for QPR. You know, arguably, the problem should have been shut down much better after he gave away the ball. But I wonder if that really played on his mind. And obviously, West Brom, his old club as well, um, he he probably wanted to prove a point. You know, you shouldn't have sold me, and look what you sold me, sold me to these guys. Much better, but yeah. Again, Alioski for me, I thought should have been man of the match. But I tell you what, he was he was up there. He was fantastic, and you know, let's hope that's just for start. Yeah, we're just getting going, Ty. Let's go on to the next one. Oh, there we go quickly out. His distribution, Mervyn's distribution, has been all over the place. Number forty-three. Number forty-three. Click. click. Yeah, he uh, he he was fantastic again. Yeah, you know, again that tackling he was doing. I think that's what impressed me more than anything else. Getting all the getting all the challenges in, making all the passes, making all the moves, and that. You know, I think he was all round quite good last night. Oh, quite good. I mean, everyone was ten out of ten for me, and it's. Um, uh, again, I think I think uh, the the best thing about last night for Click was was how he uh, would retain the ball. Um, distribution for Click is always very strong. Um, you know, he's he's not necessarily a Pablo type passer of the ball, but I'm I'm sure his pass completion stats are extremely high. It was that strength and guile again. You know, he, he was winning that ball back. He he was a big old big old player last night for us. Who's it gonna be? Two balls left. Have we done it? Here we are, Merv. What's he spat out? Number 46. Jamie Shackleton. Alone he gets 10 out of 10 for his celebrations. There's no Leeds player who celebrates better than Jamie Shackleton for me. That passion. When If you watch... Um, uh, but if you watch the footage back, there's a brilliant angle where it's like kind of along the goal line where he puts the ball in to Alioski to knock in. And literally, as Alioski knocks that in, he's turning round and his, his face is exploding into the cop. 
10 out of 10 for Celebrate. That guy is Leeds. We've been we've known about Shackleton for a long time and we're really starting to see the fruits of all the labour that he's put it in and all the coaches before. Again, Bielsa giving the youth a chance. This kid's up there with your, your Clarks. Different set of skills, but that's the future. For me, before the game, um, on the QPR hangover, I was thinking, play him in that offensive three in front of Tyler or Harrison. I thought, that's what we need in that position. Someone who you know is going to give everything for the full 90, and he can do a full 90. He's quick, he can pass. He's got to be so... It, you know, He's not getting in that team now because of what happened against West Brom, but man, he must be close to a starting position. He does add like all the energy and all, all the all the you know the creativity as well i mean mm. this is quite a while ago but when he, when we against swansea um when we drew 2-2 two, two, i mean yeah. he was just like kept running and running yeah. for days and even set up a goal and he set up a goal today as well Forrest so it's gumpy always yeah. keeps going Come on, Merv. Who's the final one? The final one. Have you kept up? I'm going to have a prediction. It's Pablo. Pablo Hernandez. I mean, again, that goal, man. Um, he, he shouldn't have been given the time he was, but you you give Pablo that time, and and he more often than not he's going to punish you. The the one bad thing he did was that silly tackle that we didn't get yeah. punished for. Um, Although he hardly touched the player. The player went down, but it, it was a foul and in a silly position. And he does that thing, doesn't he, Pabs, where he kind of goes in like half an hour before the players touch a ball. He goes into slide tackle motion and he kind of cruises along the grass. And I think that's always kind of a dangerous tactic. But other than that... That's what I do at school. Is it? School, I just is that what you go? In. You just yeah. look and go for the slide and just carry along. Yeah, but I go in straight forward. It's, almost like, it's almost like... He uses the grass as a little train track and he just slides along and eventually he gets to the player and he'll just and, put and a little flick. I nearly in. went studs up into someone. You did. In my Puma with Kings. You'll be, you'll be, right, one, you're showing off that you've got Puma Kings. Yeah, Puma Kings. Two, you shouldn't ever go in with your studs up and because I, you will no, be sent I off. I, I, put them down, I put them down, but then I, they went Leeds, back on and I put them down again. At Lad to Leeds, tell him not to go in with his studs up. You are listeners of this please advise him that that is not what you do or else you won't play much football you'll be always getting sent off but back to pabs other than that he was absolutely wonderful yeah he was pablo hernandez pablo hernandez pablo hernandez absolutely wonderful for me and again my favorite player overtaken by phillips this year because of how amazing phillips is but pablo Take my wife. Take lad's <laughs> mum. You can have her. Although, would you do that to someone you like? The goal, firstly, that Pablo scored, I mean, inside 16 seconds. It, and it was a great shot as well. On the edge of the box, just fires it into the left top corner. No keeper in the world would have gone to that. And it was a great goal. Yeah. yeah. And, and what a buzz it is to get a goal. That Again, these are all feelings it feels like we haven't had for a while. But to get a goal that quickly... Yeah. And it, that good, that, it just fired. It fired up the the. Yeah. Uh, and that the went crowd. in. I, I thought, I, I was imagining the scoreline like four 0 And we we haven't got a ball for it, but it's you know I watched that at a charity do, and I had no sound on, but you could just see 
you know, those little glimpses of Ellen Road and the pockets of the fans and because we've been there, you know, hundreds of times, the atmosphere was just absolutely electric and you could feel it pumping out of the, my screen on my phone. It was, it was, it's, it's Leeds is the atmosphere we create there. There must be very few grounds. The only ones I can kind of... I remember going to um, you know, see the Geordies a few times, and you know earlier on when I think it was more when um, Bobby Robson was was manager, and you know maybe even before that Keegan a couple of times. The atmosphere there was good, but the, the only one I can kind of I used to see footage of um, Bruce Dortmund and their wall behind the goal. It yeah. just feels like that kind. It's it's some may say aggressive i don't know it's just an a real vibrant but definitely in the past being an issue for some players that play for leeds a crowd um it seems now these bunch of players have just connected so well um with with what we are as fans this feeling is very rare i think to have this connection with your players like leeds do at the moment and at the end of the game when you saw um, you know, Forshaw coming down and Roof was absolutely buzzing for Tyler when he's got his man of the match. This There's this very special moment here and that's what gets us through moments like QPR. Be frustrated, be angry because we care, you know, but these group of players, they're on the same level of us and I think that's the first time I've seen that in a good long time. The next four games that we do have uh, in the championship, obviously, because we're not in any competitions anymore. Sad. So next Saturday, Bristol City away. They've been in good form. What mm. prediction for scoreline? Oh, I'm worried about that. I'll take a draw now. I reckon a two-one win. Yeah. Although, although when I was doing it before, I was thinking we're gonna get a draw. Well, I reckon we may get a two-one win. Yeah, I'll take that. If we play like we did against West Brom, though, we could. Who they got this weekend? They, they lost. They lost, didn't they, uh, the other day? Norwich. Yeah, Norwich had them, didn't they? So yeah. I'd like to think we could do the same. Yeah. Then on the Tuesday, Reading, easy win. <laughs> easy win. <laughs> Who's their manager now? Do you know? I have no clue. Yeah, I haven't got a clue who it is either. Yeah. Because I got rid of um, Clement. Clements. Is yeah. it Clements? Um, yeah. He never seems to do anything, Clement. I reckon Reading away, 3-1 win. I'm with you. 3-1, I'd want to win. Absolutely want to win. Sheffield United at home. Big one. I reckon it's either going to be a draw or a win. They they just look really good at the moment. And I'm kind of always... I've been waiting for Sheffield United to start dropping off, but they're just not. And they do look really strong. Can't wait to see what happens. I, I think they might destroy Sheffield Wednesday on Monday. Or Steve Bruce will, will pull some like ridiculous magic trick, and uh, it'll be like we'll get a draw or something. But the only way to like um, well, get, bring it on, bring it on. But yeah, but the only way to like, um, well, I think to like actually master Sheffield is to take out the wings, the yeah. wingers, because what they want to do is get the ball down into that right hand area and just whip it into Billy Sharp because yeah. I, I think Billy Sharp at the moment is kind of like the carry it's like the Tammy Abraham yeah. in Aston Villa oh he's an amazing player I was good, yeah. you know, good at he's not in, in the white of Leeds I mean he loves Sheffield United mind but that's, I think that's a great analysis actually so what we're saying is we really need Alioski and, and Aileen 
and the the guys who play in front of them, so your Harrisons and your Pablos to really put in a shift to that game. Couldn't agree yeah. more. Who have we got after Sheffield United? Then we have the break, and then we have Millwall at home. Oh, right, on the 30th of March. Mm-hmm. That's your mum's birthday. Last time we had Millwall at home, I remember we lost 5-4. Yeah. That I was mean, some game. That was... 4-3 up and then we... That was absolutely ridiculous. And, you know, let's hope it's the other way around this yeah. time. It was an exciting game. But I reckon uh, that'll be a win. Guess what we're doing for your mum's birthday? <laughs> Going, Going to, Millwall. to the, Millwall at home. Batty about reading. So it may be coming to the end of the season and almost a school year. Not long left now, but part of... Lad's schooling is that he had to read more. So as the good father I am, I handed him one of the best books ever published, David Batty's autobiography. And every episode he gives is a fact from that biography. Although for his passion of football, he also did have a passion for bikes. And it all started where he, um, he stood next to a Ron Hassa- Haslam uh, in a portaloo at Silverstone. That's quite cool. I wouldn't know who he was. But <laughs> yeah. Batty about reading. Greatest thing about being Leeds United is the fans. And, you know, we're always there. And you guys, as always, show us amazing support uh, for this podcast by liking or sharing or following uh, our socials at Lad to Leeds on all socials. Just search I Took My Lad to Leeds on Facebook if you want to get on there. Thank you to everyone. We never get to mention... Uh, everybody uh, because it would take probably another full podcast episode to do that but here's this week's lad shouts so on twitter we have at rich 0871 at alan riley but the l is a one he's a bielsa's bucket (laughs) and then at grifter 14 spelt with two f's um at as a lufc at stephen barrett one at glenn sm Four five six three one nine four and at Chris Howitt. Then on Instagram at Bramfit underscore at underscore JS underscore two thousand and six underscore at Jamie underscore two zero zero five one four at Clarkson Benjamin at Peacock two 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 six at Andy twelve Mohan Mohan I don't know but it's spelled. M O U G H A N so at M I P underscore Sweet Factory Leads and at was underscore L U F C underscore Oats. Thanks so much everybody for, for the support, um what you do for us. Um Bristol away. It's gonna be a tough one. But I tell you what, let's just enjoy this West Brom moment because if we take that performance down to Bristol, nobody is beating us. What are you predicting? You did a count before. You're thinking 90 points, aren't you? Uh, yeah, I think 90 points at the end of the season. You're thinking that, which has got to be automatic promotion if that uh, comes to fruition. Let's hope it's free at Bristol. Love you, Leeds. All these are we. Come on, Leeds. I took my lad to Leeds. Join the conversation on Twitter. Follow on Instagram at Lad to Leeds. Facebook. Search Lad to Leeds.